Welcome to the Souls and Stardust podcast. I'm Mio. And I'm Shannon. We're two soul sisters navigating through our human experience on a journey towards healing. Join us for a candid and fun discussion on all things spiritual, soulful, intuitive, and magical. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Souls and Stardust. We wanted to talk a little bit about the current world energy with the coronavirus and how in times of chaos, and in particular when the collective is feeling a lot of anxiety and fear, how does that actually affect us as individual humans trying to move through our life? And then of course, how we relate to each other in community and as a human collective or society. Um, let's just be honest. It's um, very intense energy and there's a lot of uncertainty about what's happening from day to day and we can become easily overwhelmed with what to listen to, what's truth, how other people are responding to it and just, you know, in general being overwhelmed with um, worry for our family or what's going to happen or just having our daily routines utterly disrupted in in many cases so we thought we would talk a bit about um how the current energy is affecting us like mio and i can give examples of how we are as energy sensitive people and what's happening for us in our lives and how we've been uh, managing that and trying to navigate the intensity of the energy and then what are the sorts of things that you probably might be experiencing and how to kind of sort through that as like, you know, taking ownership of what's actually yours, like what is yours that you're mm-hmm. feeling and then what actually belongs to other people or the collective that you just might be picking up on and you don't realize that it's affecting you as much as it is. Um, yeah. And then maybe some ways to help you release that energy and move through it in a more graceful way. So Mio, like, where do you think we should start? Um, how has it been affecting you, let's say now versus when this whole thing kind of was starting to, uh, manifest itself into what it is now? Like, so let's say now compared to like February, March of earlier this year, like, have you noticed a difference in that or what? (laughs) I mean, I have, right? So when this, I, I live in Western Wisconsin, so it's very rural where we are. And uh, we are about two and a half hours from the Twin Cities and uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And then we're also like four hours from Chicago. So we are not in any location where there's any kind of concentration of um, active cases. And so when this first started, you know, you watch the media and you hear all of this stuff. And, and personally, I do not watch the news. I haven't watched it for years because of how, how we can talk about the energy of news reporting, but it affects me so much that I just, I stopped watching it years ago. I just stopped watching it because it uh, literally like makes me either puke or cry. Yeah. There's, Um, I mean, like physically ill when I watch it. Yeah, there's tremendous energy. A lot of times it's fear and anxiety energy that's associated with news reporting because, you know, it makes sense. We report on things that are like dramatic, right? Since we live in a place that's pretty rural, like you, there was such a contradiction between what was being reported worldwide and then even 
in the US, you know, where we live um, versus where we live locally. Like everything was just so, you know, normal where we are. And then um, people, you know, were trying to make sense of, well, we don't have anything really going on here, but it's a big deal in all these other places. So yeah, um, there was a lot of initial like concern. And I remember um, me feeling like really calm about it. And then even mm-hmm. asking like my husband, cause he would, he's the one that watches the news in our house and that's fine by me. Right. He just keeps me updated. But, um, I remembered asking him like several times, do I need to be more worried about this? Because like when I tune into myself, I don't feel such, um, like panic energy as what's being reported. Yep. And, yep. and it wasn't until probably like seven or eight weeks later that of course we had like the lockdown quarantine time and then they kept extending it. It wasn't until about seven or eight weeks later when I was like, I could feel the building tension in my body. Like, okay, this is now becoming, we got the timing wrong of it where we live anyway. And so then it started becoming more of an issue where I live locally or regionally. And so there's a lot more care taken and I still don't have much fear about it. I'm, I am responsible about what I, uh, what I do when I move around and I try to limit how much I do move around, but, um, that has shifted as things have progressed. And, um, you know, energetically, it's just such a strange thing because, we try, we try to take our bearings off of what we can see going on around us. And, um, and then we compare that to what's happening elsewhere based on news reporting or whatever, however you're getting your information. And if that doesn't like align, then we're in this space of psychologically, emotionally, and like intuitively, we don't know what to do with that. Right. That's a, that's an Mm -hmm. uncertain place. So, um, now, fast forward, how was that? It's been what, like almost five months now, four and a half months. Um, so we're in August. So like August. If, you're, if you're listening now, we're in August. And I still don't have a lot of fear about this, but I definitely realize like, and I wasn't naive to this fact anyway, but it's definitely much more of a concern as we move around. And um, I can feel that tension collectively as I move through and I know that what I'm feeling is other people's concern. So how I navigate has shifted considerably just because of how I understand intuitively what the, I guess the uncertainty and and I guess if you want to call it a threat, the threat is to your health, right? So how about you? Like, what has it been for you to go from that point early on to where you're at now? It's been a very, um, like you, I'm feeling other people's stuff, maybe more so than my own, because I feel extremely calm about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like within my own meditations and um, just stuff that other people have picked up on and said to me as well, like of feelings that they've had, visions that they had of like, I don't, you know, stuff that's validated what I've already felt. But then um, because I've literally been working this entire time outside of the home, it's like I've seen it this entire time evolved from 
nobody on the streets to everybody scared to like, it's like, I've seen the evolution of the public. Um, And then it's been interesting because, you know, like I like working with cannabis and stuff. I work with a lot of people who have legit medical concerns, compromised Mm -hmm. immune systems, like stuff like that. So they have like these legit reasons to be fearful of contracting. However, what's been interesting are the people who are like over the top fearful and I can feel it exuding out of them. Yes. Uh, to the point where there's been a couple instances where after leaving an interaction with somebody like that who treated me as if I were carrying the virus that was like, they treated me like I had the gun with a bullet. Wow. And mm-hmm. uh, seeing how like, bro, like, like really, like I worried me if this was going to be the future of not just the adults, but the children and the right. energy that the kids are going to be growing up around. Yeah. Such uh, fear. It's, yep. It's, it's, and it was an induced fear. It was mm-hmm. like the Pitocin of, you know, getting your induction when you're going to have a baby. It just, mm-hmm. it bring it, this virus brought everything on hard and fast. And it didn't give us time to acclimate to anything because half the time, you know, the, we're like you said, it's just very disorienting because you're watching something on TV versus what you're experiencing in real life. So my advice when I talk to people who are willing to listen is to as cliche, you know, staying positive, making Mm -hmm. sure you're the light in the room. You're the one affecting the energy in the room, knowing what's yours. We always talk about this, like Mm -hmm. knowing what's yours and what somebody else's like, like how earlier I was telling you that I was just feeling this, you know, like all day I'll feel a certain way and then I'll go to talk to somebody later on. And then it's like, Oh (laughs) shit, that was your energy. Sorry. And you know, so confusing being an empath. (laughs) It is very confusing being an empath because everything it's, it's like seeing a TV in black and white or photographic images in black and white and you only see shades of gray sometimes. You don't always see the colors and the di- like what's differentiating it from the background or the color in the shirt because it's just, it's like you're just experiencing the feelings and emotions and you don't always know where it comes from or if exactly. it's Exactly. Yeah. Like that's, you know. Well, in that is the epitome of this global situation too, right? Like collectively everyone, and we should also, you know, talk about the spiritual significance of this kind of event, because I have a lot of, yes. thought, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but like, so first let's talk about how everybody has stopped and has their awareness focused on this and so many millions of people are affected and hundreds of thousands of people have lost their lives right as complications Mm -hmm. from this virus and that's very um that's very sad it's tragic in a lot of cases but let's talk about let's talk about how like when we all stop and we're feeling this and our awareness is trained on that like that creates a vortex of energy. So that collective awareness and focus creates a very strong force. And anyone who is sensitive to energy, especially 
you're going to feel that and not understand if it's yours or if it's something bigger. And then um, I guarantee you, everybody is feeling this energy and many people just don't understand that it is. They don't understand energy. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a lot of people who are feeling it and they mm-hmm. don't understand it. They don't recognize it. They have nobody to talk to about it. Yes. Um, the amount of people that are approaching me and talking to me about their recent uh, spiritual experiences opening up and awakening yeah, and like, mm-hmm. like the way that the energy is moving so quickly and so intensely like a waterfall right now, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's happening fast. And, yeah. Uh, yep. This, this virus, just like um, the other large incidents, like anything tragic or catastrophic tends to, uh, recenter, readjust our like refocus on not just priorities, but yep. like, uh, where am I at in life? Is this mm-hmm. if 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 I die now, is this really like what my legacy? Like you know the things that yes. go that crosses our mind. Um, it's perspective. Yep, it's completely shifted people's perspectives on things and valuing their life and their time differently. Um it's like, it's wild though, because I feel like all these people that I'm meeting are like being just drawn to me that like, oh, there you are. Like, uh, just very spiritual people or people that are on their path. Mm -hmm. And it's no surprise that they're like, kind of meeting more of those and they're having more of these experiences. Well, and I think that's interesting. So maybe we should just go ahead and dive into the spiritual purpose or significance of something like a big global event like this, because what it is, is it's catalyzing a mass awakening. And there, um, there is a ton of stuff on the internet, you guys, like (laughs) there's a lot of rabbit holes you can go down regarding COVID and this virus and whatever. And we're not really going to speak on that, but um, you like know that there's a kernel of truth in everything, but there's also a lot of other information that can, um, confuse you. So you have to use your own intuition and discernment on what feels like truth in your body, as opposed to what feels like fear and, and what somebody else is telling you that. It yes. Is. And right. so it's, it's really important to go into your body and feel what the information feels like. And if it has any semblance of fear to you, then um, you need to be careful with that kind of information because um, true intuition will never feel like fear. It's a, it's like a concrete sense of knowing and confidence and like truth. Right. And that resonates through the body. Fear will have a very different feeling within your body. Um, But this, you know, this virus, I think about it when it started to happen, Mio, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's wild. I want to like not use the word crazy anymore, but, um, it's really wild because when it started happening, I thought, Oh, we're here. We're at the point where we're like, this is the start of the tidal wave. This is, this is Mm -hmm. the point where everyone is going to have to stop and they're going to have to open like rub away what's covering their eyes and see. And, you know, I've been in metaphysical studies for a long time, a couple of decades and really hardcore for the last probably 12 years or so. And for so long, I've been reading about how there will come a time on earth where 
as a collective, we will, we will be entering into this period of like dynamic evolution at the spiritual level. And there will be this point where humanity will be faced with a heck of a lot of chaos and everybody Mm -hmm. will be um, aware of it and in it and as a collective. And that will be the time when there is this, um, grand like realization or reorientation of what's truly important and a recentering of our our individual spiritual journeys but um um together as a collective as a humanity like where are we going and so when this started to happen i was like oh shit this like everything i've read about like everything we've been talking about as a you know a healer community as a light worker community we're there. We're there. And so the spiritual purpose of something like this, like we can, you know, debate on whether or not this is by divine design, right? A lot of people are probably saying that on the internet, but if you stop to think about just practically what this situation has done for the entire world, like the power of this situation to stop the world from all of its normal functioning, and have everybody thinking about this one thing and then also turning inward to think about what's important for them and where they are and who they are and what they want and what's important and all of this stuff that is the core of like who you are and how you want to move through the world. Like how, how could we not go through this and have a spiritual awakening? Right. So like, I don't know, tell me what you think. (laughs) Um, no, it, it's just like, uh, it reminded me of, you know, the day that we can all remember, like when 9-11 went down and yes. we're just like, Huge. it's such a marker in the conscious, the, the universal consciousness, the, the universal energy of the collective of everybody here, right? Mm-hmm. Like it affected the energy of the world so massively and it felt like it it felt like that again, but it just felt like a different type of earthquake or a mm-hmm. different type of wave coming on. Cause you know, there's different kind of earthquakes and yes. how they shake and how they, they, you know, um, how they feel and how long they go, how all that kind of stuff. But, um, so like, like you, I don't watch the mainstream media, but I do dig around like to where, when I need to find something, like I know where to go, but all the other shit that's popped in on the media within the last few months that have covered mm-hmm. in and been like the distractions and, and all of this stuff. It's like, I really hope that people don't lose sight of the self-awareness, yes. the introspection, the growth, oh, goodness. Yeah. the uh, contentment. Um, I really hope that they don't get sucked into things that are taking up their time and energy when right now maybe spirits calling them to just like chill the fuck out. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that because literally the world stopped. Like we were told to stop and, you know, and just be at home and be with yourself. And, and like many people took opportunity, that opportunity to know themselves better and to understand what's important to cherish their time with their families and just to reorient themselves to their, their own personal sense of purpose or, you know, what are their dreams and desires and how are you going to make that happen? Especially like if you can't go to work and you can't make a living, well, fucking A, I'm going to like figure out how to make a business that can thrive. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's, that's literally like destination wedding photographers, the worst fucking thing possible right now <laughs> when you can't fly or have large gatherings. Like, exactly. So there's a whole lot of, course. Re- yeah, yeah, a lot of reframing that's happening. And in the realization of like, okay, what are the systems that we have in place that are, that haven't been in place for a long time that just don't work. Right. Like yep. they, at the first sign, I mean, granted this is a huge like global catastrophe right but like we have systems that are flat out failing right so yep this is an opportunity these are the the indicator lights like these are the check engine lights that are like bro hey you need to go get your shit maintenance (laughs) yep (laughs) yep danger danger right so it's it's the warning lights essentially right so this is like the crumbling or the dismantling of systems that don't actually work anymore so we can figure out what does work for when, you know, in the future we come up against something like this again, that it's going to be just a speed bump, right? Like we'll know how to thrive despite something like this, because we have the systems in place that actually work. And so this is really interesting. First and foremost, though, it takes people time to slow down and think about like, well, to get fucking angry about what's not working, right? Yeah. And then to get really fucking angry about how much time they've spent doing like their nine to five, day to in, day yeah. out, like got to get my paycheck working for a system that actually cannot support me when something goes wrong. And what have I done with all of my time and my energy and my effort? So yeah. this is really, it was, it's a huge time of introspection and, um, And also what I feel like too is, and this is something intuitively that I've been feeling into and you and I both like have this connection to be able to um, connect to people who have passed over and then um, soul journey kind of stuff. I tend to see see people at their soul journey level as opposed to their human level most often. And I feel like this was a time that we had come into that a lot of people had decided at the soul level that their soul contracts were done. Right. And this, like they could do their work more easily from the other side at this point. So what they had done on earth was, was done. Like they, they needed to go to the other side to be able to assist better and um, big waves of that. So when something like this happens, like think about 9-11, you think about the tsunami in Indonesia and in um, yep. Southeast Asia, right? And um, it, Hurricane Katrina, all of these big natural disasters that have taken lots of lives. Those are the endings of soul contracts where yep. these people had said, okay, I came here to do this. This is my exit, but it's also serving a huge compassionate, heart cracking, open purpose for us who watch that happen, that exit, the mass exiting, like this, watching people die of this, of this virus or complications of it. It's like this huge cracking open of our hearts so that we can pour out all of who we are into this world and figure out how to do things differently, right? So that we are compelled to make a difference so that we are compelled to be advocates for whatever it, whatever cause that it is would benefit our society or our global community moving forward. And similar to with all the protests happening, like it is not an accident that all of this is happening at once. This is like, right 
the momentum building of a mass awakening in a lot of ways to get people to pay attention, wake up, and pay I attention. Feel like, yeah, I feel like it's wherever they, it's like wherever spirit's gonna get the attention. However, mm -hmm. like just to stir up and light a fire and like, it's almost like shaking somebody out of their fucking like, hey, bro, pay attention, like, <laughs> like you're out of it, come on. Yeah. And it's also, I've had this thought repeatedly come in or this intuitive hit repeatedly come in, like we're in a time of clearing a lot of global karma, okay? So a lot of what's happening is the release of old, old wounds and it's happening on part of souls that are departing or, you know, interactions that we're having. Like I think about a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests and a lot of the discussions around racial equality and that's really like surging right now. And that is the clearing of karma of built up over hundreds of years, yeah. right? And really having yeah. that come to the surface so we can look at it for what it is and we can finally do the work of, you know, resolving that and doing what needs to happen to resolve that and do better moving forward, right? So it's like this immense release of pressure through karmic clearing over hundreds of years. And millions of soul contracts yeah. along the way. So like in terms of a spiritual purpose of what we're in right now, the energy is so fucking intense. Like it's so mm -hmm. intense, but as a global community, we are doing such huge work spiritually through each individual as we experience COVID, as we experience this, these, you know, protests, as we experience how we navigate our rights and our thriving as humans in, as, uh, a, as a result. Everything is like literally like coming, yeah, everything is being brought under like the microscope and to the surface and like everything that has maybe once been like tucked away, it's like, uh, I'm seeing ways that the light is able to sneak in and yes. get a like even if it's just a glimpse of a piece of it, or it's like the way that the light is is happening on exposing things in the shadows, even or um, just the true nature of the hearts of people. Like I'm seeing people lash out and behave certain ways in public and. Mm -hmm. um it's just like that you know like I remember back in church the pastor would be like oh yeah like whenever whatever's inside you and you just like a fruit like an orange whatever when you squeeze it what's gonna come out and it's like you're seeing people that are been at they're at their limit right now they are like yeah I feel like I feel like some of the people I've seen lash out in public whether it be over anything as asking someone to move parking spots to a mask to whatever even if it's a mandate and you're like if you want to come in the store you need to do this like point blank simple like i don't make these fucking rules right and you <laughs> see people lash out yeah and they're behaving like toddlers and mm -hmm. i'm like okay i know this as a mom i know when my kid has hit their limit right and but you everyone's aggravated on edge but yeah what? Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, so it's interesting, like with kids, it's because, you know, they don't have a say, right? And they don't have control yep. and they want to have a say. And so people who are lashing out, 
you know, there's several things happening. One, they're afraid, right? Two, they don't have control of this situation. So they can't technically ensure their own safety and get, you know, they just really want to be able to determine how they get to move through this because that's some semblance of control. And when we don't have it, that means uncertainty. And when there's uncertainty, there's fear. And when there's fear, people do really radical things. Mm-hmm. Like it becomes fight or flight. Yeah. yeah. It's totally in the brain. Like I remember, uh, like I was, you know, doing different rabbit holes and research projects on my stories every day. And one of them was about how brain is triggered when it's, uh, in fear. Yes. And it's like, it's it literally just showing like what chemically happens and what like gets escalated and this and that, and what happens when people are on high alert mm-hmm. and why people snap so fucking fast. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, tying it all back into the energy of everybody, as long as I can recognize, like, I can't let this person's energy affect mine. Exactly. I can't let them bring me down. I can't let them trip me up or trigger me because if I lose that, like, if I can't stay grounded, like, I'm, it takes me, you can't stay grounded if you let someone ruffle your feathers like that. Yeah, totally. Well, and we're human too. So even if you do get like the feathers ruffled, it's totally okay because we... No, no, no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as as long as you can come back to your center. Um, It's just interesting because we're just, we're in this period or this phase of our own, uh, it's like labor pains, right? And, um, you know, men listening to this won't really understand what that is, but like women who have had children, you know it. It's like, you've got to breathe through this shit, right? Like it's super intense. (laughs) And you you, have to, you have no control. No, you have to to surrender to to it. Surrender and relax and let your body do its fucking thing yep. that it knows how to do yep. that you never even had to teach it how to do. <laughs> yep. And the more that you are resist it, the harder and like more painful it is, right? So you like you mean clenching? Yes, when you are resisting and when you are resisting and fighting those contractions, it makes it exponentially worse. And if you're like relax and breathe through it and let your body, like trusting your body and a certain point in labor, your body just takes over. Like when you get to the pushing phase, like there's no, you don't have any control over that anymore. Your body does it for you. And that is the weirdest feeling like sidebar right there. That is the weirdest fucking feeling. It is, it is alien. <laughs> it's totally it weird. It literally is alien. <laughs> but anyway, to that's a <laughs> lose control over yourself like that. But it's also beautiful because our bodies yeah. know what needs to happen. And that is a total metaphor for how we need to settle into our own sense of knowing. Like if we just relax our fear, relax our logical mind, our ego that wants to keep us safe. And we go into our heart and our knowing it will show us what we need to do. And so when we're in this situation of, you know, coronavirus and everything else that's happening amidst that, like we are in a global fight or flight and the people like those of us who have come here to really anchor light, which are going to be the light workers. We came here to be those people who like, uh, 
are those pillars that kind of anchor in to the earth and are that source of calm that we radiate out. So when people are freaking the fuck out around us, like they can come and they can like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They can like bask in that for a little while and like find their calm in their center and then go back out. Right. So there, those of us who are here to do that work right now. And, um, I think, I suspect that's why you and I feel so calm about everything, um, throughout this whole thing, because that's part of what we're here to do is transmute you that. Can't, you can't panic. Like anybody who has ever been through an emergency situation, a traumatic event, a catastrophic event, you cannot fucking panic. Mm-hmm. You cannot be the one to lose your shit. <laughs> you can deal with it later. Yeah. Like you will process after the shock wears off. Just yep. do whatever you need to do to survive yes. right now. So and to keep everybody else moving because you yeah. have to keep everybody else moving. And that's what, I mean, that's effectively what we're going through, but this is like a sustained period, like a length of time, right? It's not just um, a snap moment or, uh, you know, a, like a snippet of time. This is months and months and like, you know, pandemics technically go from like 18 to 24 months, right? So like for the foreseeable future, we are going to be navigating this and what else comes up. And um, this is fascinating. So, okay. What does this feel like in your body when you're feeling all of this that's going on? So for, for me, it has been like a trip to the grocery store would be like, I'd have to psych myself up to go in there because I would feel everybody else's fear and anxiety. And it would kind of, um, it would like press in on me from all sides. And by the end of like my 45 minutes in the grocery store, I would go out to the car and I would fucking ball my eyes out. Right. Because it was just so that was the only way I could release that energy and then anxiety creeping in and um, feeling this general sense of like irritability or agitation. That's what it's been for me. So what has it been for you? Yeah. Very similar, except for I can count on one hand how many times I've actually had to go inside of a store because I am like, (laughs) I hate going inside stores. Even when it's not pandemic, I hate going inside, (laughs) period. Like I have, I would have my groceries delivered. Like you, did you know Instacart can deliver Costco? You don't have to have a fucking membership. So you don't have to step inside Costco, which is great for an empath and someone who hates big, large, bright spaces. And there you go. Mental note. Uh, (laughs) however okay so adding on to that I will say um I feel like eyes are watching me more closely than ever before Mm -hmm. because I feel like they're they're judging and assessing because especially before masks were mandated because let's Mm -hmm. talk about that let's talk about the energy put out of uh fear judgment questioning their own body questioning Mm -hmm. what's being told to them, not knowing, like it's very disorienting because your belief about this whole thing will be your lens to which you view other people not doing the same thing as you or vice versa, or, you know, does that make sense? Yep. Like, like you're gonna, depending on how you believe, if you're going to take everything as face value or if you're going to take it as like, whatever, right. There's a hundred different variations to what you could believe over this and it just seems like those people, uh, I can see their thoughts um, protruding from them, like very sharp, rigid, 
uh, one reading I did, I saw her thoughts coming out very black and white and very rough and rigid um, when it came to her fears and ah. everything she was projecting onto her children. So that's been interesting because I have felt uh, very protective over my kids when we have gone into a store. So that's been interesting. But what else? What else? Uh, yeah, sometimes I want to puke. Sometimes I want to cry. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have to remember to breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'll hold my breath and not even realize it. And I'm like, oh, I guess I can exhale now. Um, but like I said before, like I've been working in retail and the public this entire time. So I've been mm-hmm. exposed to the public. I've been exposed to coworkers. Uh, I've been having to wear a mask, you know, eight hours a day Ugh. in 115 degree weather, mm-hmm. whether I believe in it or not, because I'm very vocal, like on my own page about how I mm-hmm. see shit. Uh, I take, I'm very much like, and if you're going to give a shit about this, give a shit about everything else about your health, mental, physical, your energy. Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to give a fuck about your health, give a whole fuck. And that that should be. Don't be selective about your fucks. (laughs) Don't be selective about your fucks. If you're going to care about your body and your health and the health of your family and your kids, dude, stay like, keep your, your energy centered. You're like everything that, Keep we've been per- telling or that keep perspective right like so growing keep- expand mm-hmm. like don't freak out don't panic you know we already know this life isn't what what we think it is or what we've been told it is like right. we already know it's like so much more than that so um so again i mean it circles back to this like sense of control right and what people don't feel like they have control over they're losing control of and then like how that sparks fear uncertainty and fear and anxiety and then um and then how does that permeate through the through society and then how does that affect you as an individual and um, you, you don't have to be an empath or a highly sensitive person to feel this energy, right? Like it's not at all. And then because regular people are are feeling it and talking about it and like, you know, customers that I run into and people, you know, coworkers, and they're the ones that are asking me like, you're into this kind of stuff, right? Like, what does this mean? Or, (laughs) you know, you're a little woo woo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, when there's so many people collectively focused on this, that creates a force. It's, it's yeah. energy. Thought it's, a con- in- it's a consciousness, the- awareness. Yes. Yep. And it's, I mean, we, you and I can connect into people with a thought, right? And yeah. an intention. And when, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people, billions of people are thinking about this, that creates its own force, energetic force. And it can be magnetic too. Dude, what are the laws of manifestation? Like what you think about grows, Yes, yes. And what you're feeling draws that to you. So, you know, thoughts are electric, feelings are magnetic, right? So, yep. hmm? Yep. So it's, so when, when we're in a situation like this, like not any one of us is exempt from feeling this, right? It's whether or not you're aware of what it is. And if, if, if it's your stuff, or if it's actually collective stuff that you need to shed. So what I've been doing, because there have been some really fucking hard days where I'm just like, holy shit, I can't, I'm really having a hard time letting this go. And I mean, this is the stuff I do every day. I do energy work. I work with people. I let go of stuff all the time. I'm a channel for energy. 
So I'm practiced in how to release all this stuff. But when it's this much coming in combined with all of the cosmic energies, like the astrology right now and all of the cosmic energy coming into the planet, it's just amplifying this. Right. And it's actually, you know, supporting and moving this process along because, you know, it's part of the spiritual evolution as well. Another discussion for another time. (laughs) Yeah. I, I also thought it was interesting when it was like, uh, astrology wise, when the last time these big major things were happening were mm-hmm. through a historic events that were very similar, yes, that happened on individual timelines, and then now all three of them are happening at once. Yes, so you know um, it's going to be a big fucking deal, right? <laughs> like, absolutely. Well, and astrologers for the last like four years have been saying like 2020 is going to really like rock our world and not in such a great way, right? So, um, and now you know just we're just valid it's this situation is validating that so um again a discussion for another time i suppose but so what do we do then to try to uh navigate this like when it's so intense how do we and we know that this is a situation that's going to last for you know a number of months further like we're not going to be out of it tomorrow or the next week so what do we do to try to manage this or to try to navigate it in a way that helps you feel more grounded? Um, what are the things you've been doing? I, I have been taking uh, frequent assessments of where I am and where I want to be. And that's, mm-hmm. my, that's not anything new. That's just something that I do anyways. Uh, and now with those assessments, uh, I feel like I'm an episode of Chopped, where now they're like, now make something with this fucking you have squid melted rubber and bok choy, <laughs> yeah, and some Don't wasabi <laughs> and some skittles, yeah. Oh, um, that's so. It's like I feel like right now, just staying grounded, taking assessment, being realistic of like, okay like getting, I get really antsy and I feel very, um, locked down right now Mm -hmm. and, uh, landlocked. And I just feel like I just kind of need to break free and I need to see some water soon, Mm -hmm. like real water and like, like not Lake Mead water. Um, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will say though, just to add to that water has been so crucial in this, like, um, you know, water is a beautiful, medium to immerse yourself in any way for clearing of energies and for just really balancing emotions Uh, because water is emotion water is so fluid and yeah um but i really like salt baths are my best friend right now i just took one last night yes (laughs) it's so crucial and drinking a lot of water my goodness because yes the energy is so big right now and everything that we're contending with cosmically as well as like the human collective, it's really hard on our bodies and we need more water to help move that energy through the physical container. And that's, that's huge is like realizing the the physical and energetic mm -hmm. uh, equivalents of like needing to take care of the body to be able to flush through and push things through just like energetically you need to be able to take energetic shit there you go yes basically well and like they they interface really well too because our body is a huge electrical circuit and water is a very important 
very good conductor of electrical current. so much more eloquent than I am. I just want to say, I am oh. so glad that I have you because I don't think people would listen to me if it was just me. They'd be like, I listen to like- you. <laughs> I fucking love you. This is why we make such a great team. Um, but we are, we're a big electrical circuit and our bodies need that water and to, and we need extra water to move that energy through. Um, you wouldn't run a marathon and not drink fucking water. We are running right. like five marathons right now with this. And um, Dude, some days it feels like it where you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I can feel the energy running through me on certain days. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yes. So swimming, especially in a natural body of water can be really, really good for you. Even if you put your feet in it. Um, I really always advocate for especially now time outside because the yep. sunlight the fresh air oh, the energy every of the morning trees. yep every morning I sit outside yeah um, and even whether or not I work I'll still wake up at like five thirty and sit outside and watch the sun come up over Perfect. the palm trees and like have my coffee you know mm-hmm. on my little wake and bake whatever <laughs> my little pull my cards pull my images you're you know, asking 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 spirit for the energy of the day yeah but yeah and that, yeah water I took a bath last night and then good. um just this whole last week I've been looking into different lakes in like southern Utah I'm like trying to find like a place to go. like I need water mm-hmm. I need water and trees um yep and um I feel like flowing water is really important too so something about the movement and it's not like it's not a necessity but I have found that I live like right on the Mississippi river. And, um, so it's super convenient we have beautiful beaches up here and going swimming in the water, just being by the water as it's flowing, it's very grounding and works to clear my, my energy field really effectively. And, um, yeah, it's gorgeous. So salt baths, swimming in natural bodies of water, even if you can just put your feet in, um, you know, even going swimming at our local swimming pool, which is, is not a natural body of water, but just the fact like that I can float and have my body be suspended. It's like, um, that's like womb, like conditions that's, again. That's why right? we're floating too. Yeah. Like yeah. Therapy. It's like, takes yeah. Us, yeah, it takes us back to that place where it feels like we're being held. And then um, water, whatever it is, yep, it will support you and it will wash away whatever needs to go as long as you have that intention. Um, What else? Uh, I've been meditating um, and just moving your body. So um, exercise, even if you don't feel like super motivated to do hardcore exercise, like me last night, (laughs) (laughs) just going for a walk or I've been finding like runs lately have been really meditative for me and it's really beautiful but like bike rides too it's so hot here i want to run but it's so freaking hot yeah you do well you live in the fucking desert dude so Ugh, and sucks. you don't have the humidness of the upper I'm midwest like, take, take me back <laughs> to the italian coastline so i can oh. wake up and run and have my continental breakfast <laughs> well when our passports are um, accepted worldwide again you can do that but for now just dreams and googles um i would say too like um getting energy work done can help you a lot in this so like visiting somebody who does reiki therapy or um any kind of 
Qigong or anything that's going to help you re-center yourself or get your energy flowing through this, the energy centers the way that it needs to be. Um, so acupuncture could help you. Any kind of energy work is going to help you a ton. Um, and then, you know, making sure that you spend time not worrying. So like watching funny Um, movies, having talks with soul sisters, right? And art. I have been doing, I've been drawing and painting like almost every day, like, and just making it quick and easy and just not overthinking it, but just letting it be therapeutic. And you're creating really cool stuff. It's like super fun to watch you do it. <laughs> you guys should check Dude. out, you should check out Mio on her um, Instagram because she posts like um, videos of her doing this really just such fun art as a creative like outlet. And so Mio Bacalan, Baclini, right? At, yeah. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. We Hashtag nine tiny squares. Yeah. <laughs> so cute it's I love watching you do it Um, it's therapy though it's really therapy yep and then it's something I'll sit down and I can do with my kids every single day I'm like okay it's arts time arts and crafts time that's cool and it lets them them get get it out and then I can like okay I feel good I feel accomplished yeah like I I got a spiral spiral bound um, sketchbook that way I can just just do it every day and have it in one place well, and, and it's so, crying. you, I mean, you even are like, okay, what should we do today? Let's do breakfast foods or let's do the vegetables and underwear. And it's just so like creative, right? And that's what this energy is too. It's like, it's forcing us into this space of creativity and creativity shares the same space as intuition. So like you're digging into the core of who you are to access your creative energy. And that's just intuition. There was one other thing I wanted to add about this, which I thought was kind of ironic. Um, And do you you remember like when we were recording a couple of episodes ago and I kept having that like throat thing going on, like I had to clear my throat and thought it was like my thyroid and whatnot. And um, I, I actually, so it was just last week that I finally figured out what was happening. And I was really worried. It was my thyroid and my throat speaking my truth, which, you know, we all, we all have our shit to work on and my throat is mine. And, um, what another intuitive friend said, you know, have your chiropractor check your stomach because this was happening to me. And, um, and my stomach and esophagus were jacked. Like, like kind of twisted and wedged up underneath my rib cage. And I was like, how does that even fucking happen? And so Uh. I know. And so then she's like, I was having the same symptoms. So it's before you go and try to treat your thyroid, which I would do, I was doing naturally anyway. She's like, go have this checked and and see if it helps. And I had it, we shared the same chiropractor. So this woman knew exactly what to do. And I had her check it and I'm not shitting you. My stomach was like turned and wedged up under my left rib cage, like stuck um, up under there. And it was causing all of this like stuff to come up through the esophagus and irritate my throat. And your stomach is, it's your solar plexus. That's the energy of the solar plexus. 
And that is like, that is the place that governs your independence, your autonomy, your um, trusting your path, um, your self-worth, your self-care, your power. It's your warrior energy. And I immediately, I thought, holy shit, this is like representing, this started when COVID like quarantine started for me. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, oh my God, it's the collective wow. solar plexus energy of, we don't know how to move forward. We don't have the confidence to move forward. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't know who we are. We don't know how to take care of ourselves. We don't know how to be our own warriors. And I was just like, oh, oh my yeah. God. So she like, you know, unwedged my stomach from underneath <laughs> my rib cage. And now my symptoms are going away, but it's so wild, right? Like how energetically we are, you know, reflecting back what's happening on a larger scale. So for all of you who are listening, like this situation is not ideal by any means, but I, I believe in my heart. Yeah. I believe in my heart. It is bringing us forward through, through, through to something that, that is better. That is a more awakened society. It's a society that will be far more empowered for um, charting our own destiny and trajectory as a humanity, as a human collective and, you know, building systems that actually work to support us in, you know, nurturing positive ways. Um, So like, like this is about us building that momentum and stepping into who we are and our purpose and knowing that we can trust our path and trust our own instincts to get there, but doing that as a human collective. So we are like individually, we are reflecting back like what's happening at the collective level. So as you're experiencing this stuff, ask yourself like, okay, is this mine? Like that's one of the first things I do when I'm feeling all kinds of crazy or wild shit, right? Um, (laughs) Is this mine or is this something that I'm feeling that belongs to the collective or is this cosmic energy? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, my intuition will tell me right away. And so, but that takes a little bit of time and stillness to like sit with that and really feel it. And so that's a beautiful practice to get into every day is like, okay, how am I feeling? And is this mine? Do I need to give it back to the collective? And if it is the collective's, all you need to do is just imagine whatever you're feeling as a ball of light and you give it back, give that back to the collective. It's not going to hurt the collective. You're just, you don't need to carry it that way anymore for right now. Okay. So that's oh, something you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So ask if it's yours. And then um, if it is yours, then you got to sit down and do some shadow work. And maybe that's an, you know, another episode where we talk about how do you actually do shadow work? What does that look like? How do you carry it out? And because that's fucking intense work and we resist a lot of that, but once you do it, like the payoff is huge. So, and really this COVID situation and whatever, like we're moving into in the fall, because I know both you and I have been feeling like some building pressure of moving into the fall. Um, whatever that is like, this is our, this is our time to be sitting down and doing our shadow work and understanding what it is we want in life, understanding what it is that we are resisting, where our wounding is, what's holding us back. Um, what are our faulty belief systems about ourselves? All of that stuff, like confronting all of that so we can clear that and be able to move forward on a trajectory that's like nice and open. Boy, 
I think I was just channeling, (laughs) channeling spirit there. No, that's awesome. No, (laughs) like, dude, whatever, whatever you feel led, because that's honestly how it flows. Is like once you kind of lock into the thought and the idea and how the information just kind of pours out, like you got to let that shit out. Totally. Yes. Oh, is there anything else you want to add about like, um, you know, how do you, how do you manage these big energies? Self-care is huge, right? I go. Self-care is huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Managing any anxieties. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot stress it enough, like sitting outside in the sun every day Mm -hmm. and just soaking it up without your phone, without anything Mm -hmm. except for like reconnecting and listening to the noises around you. Um, Yep. And just like breathing, just focus on breathing. Yeah. Um, Deep breathing. Watch what you eat, watch what you drink, Mm -hmm. like pay attention because everything is going to affect you right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even more. I feel like maybe even more than it normally would. Absolutely. We are hypersensitive right now. I mean, I feel hypersensitive. Just everything is affecting me now. And it's like, my husband is like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. I don't don't know, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sure I'll be okay, but I just like, this is intense shit. And, um, I think that that's hard for him because he can't, he doesn't feel it the same way or to such a level. And so, you know, if you need alone time, take your alone time. If you need a bath, take a bath. If you need a therapy appointment, have a therapy appointment. You know, if you need to go move your body, go move your body, right? That's, that's what's important. If you need to watch something funny, then watch something fucking funny or listen to us swear because that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I hope this is helpful for you guys. And yeah. Um, of course, if you do have any questions or follow up, you know, ideas, then please, you know, drop them in our souls and stardust Instagram comments or page or our Facebook group, which um, is a closed group just for protecting people's privacy about sensitive stuff, but you can always ask to join and we'll let you in. And then I actually need to re-download my face. I deleted my entire Facebook with all of this because that became too much to bear. Mm. Like you want to talk about energy. I had to get rid of Facebook because it, I could not like my people are on Instagram. I feel like, (laughs) like, yeah that feed is like that was too much so I think I, I'll re-download the groups and then that make we'll do we'll manage well, all the invites and I can always you know help manage that too but that's a really good point right so like if your social media is fucking with your vibe you got to do something about that right it's the same with the For news you, you know yeah if you're if the news is fucking with your vibe then you gotta like you gotta curtail that stuff you gotta like be selective about what you're going to pay attention to. And you got to, you know, limit that as well. So like, this is, you got to be an advocate for your own energy management. It doesn't mean that you're like being irresponsible or naive about what's happening around you, but it, it does mean you're being responsible about how you manage your own energy. And mm-hmm. because if you're not feeling good and if you're tired and if your vibe is low, you know, that radiates out to the people around you and then you get caught in this negative loop. So like you, you come here to anchor light, to hold light, then, you know, we want to be that. So you got to take care of yourself and you don't want to be yep. miserable in this. You, We want to thrive. We want to move through this thriving. We want to feel good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah, girl. This is so Can't fun. wait to record again with you. I love you. <laughs> We're, I think, I think our next, I love you too. I mm-hmm. think our, <laughs> our next episode that we're going to talk about, oh, we, I don't know if we screenshot when we actually tuned in and pulled, not our cards, but like we started doing some fun, like ways of tuning in and like asking spirit questions. Oh, are, are you talking about like, the random images? That might be our next um, episode where like, we kind of like pull Oracle cards, but instead of Oracle cards, like there's these websites that do like these random image generators, Mm -hmm. random word generators. And when you set an intention or ask a question and then push the button, a lot of the times like fucking shit makes sense. Oh, it was so wild. wild. Yeah. I do it all the time for other people and we did it together to test and tune into spirit and asked all kinds of questions and it was super rad and it was kind of blowing our minds that night when we were doing it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's really and wild it, because it's, it's that whole idea of like, just like an Oracle card, intention, yeah. mm-hmm. answer, intention, pull an answer. Well, and then so. like tapping into your intuition as you see the, as you see the image. And it was like, there were so many that came up where we we're just like, holy fuck, this is, this is yeah. like legitimate. Right. So Um, we were, we were really testing the energy of how well that tool could work. And then also, you know, having, playing a fun game on like how Mio, how Mio and I were actually interacting intuitively together to read the energy of what was coming up. So it was really, really fun. So that will be a, a great discussion on something very practical that you all listening, if you wanted to try to hone your own intuition, you can use a random word totally. generator or random image generator around because certain questions. Those are so much fun to test and exercise your intuition muscle. And like, mm-hmm. you know, so many different ways and different things you can use a tool like that, a free tool like that for. Anyway, you guys, thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Mio and I always have so much fun recording these episodes and truly we feel like two sisters that are from different families that have been reunited just for, you know, this kind of a journey together. And it's so beautiful. So we really appreciate, right. I think today's quote is like, and remember folks, if you're going to give a fuck, give a whole fuck. (laughs) Don't be selective about your fucks that you give. Cause that doesn't make any sense. Give a whole fuck. Give a whole fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. This and this this is why you all listen. Because (laughs) we are magical as fuck and we're classy as fuck too. So anyway, you guys, we love you and we so appreciate that you're here with us and we look forward to um catching you again. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Souls and Stardust. Connect with us on Instagram at Gratitude Maven and at Your Intuitive Friend. Until next time, stay Stay magical. magical.